And it's very much a hemshech. We're at the Tanur Rabbanu, but it's very much a hemshech of the sugya that we had uh, that we had earlier. When we were discussing the machlekes we had between Rebbe and Rishimah Gamliel in regards to Chazaka, and the sugya ended yesterday, and we basically split. Right? We said that Nisuin. Nesuin um, umalkiyos. We're going to go like Rebbe. That two times is a chazaka, and we said vestus and sharmua like a rishim gamliel. We explain why. Okay, so we pick up today at the tanur abanan. Tanur abanan So if you had um, the woman went ahead and married one husband, and she didn't have any children, l'sheni she married a second husband, so, so when she gets married a third time, it should only be to someone who has children, meaning because, like we said in Rebbe, that she, after two, we said, Nisuin, we just said, we go like Rebbe, that two is a chazaka. So therefore, she shouldn't marry a third person, a third man, unless he already has children, he was already Mekayim, his mitzvah of Puravu. Now, Nisus Lamisha Ein Loibanim, Tetze Beleksuba. So let's say she does, in fact, marry somebody who doesn't have children. She marries a husband who still has a chiyapuru So then he has to be teitzi her like suva. Okay, it's, she didn't disclose the fact that she was a katlanist. That's the way Tesis explains it. Okay, but the question here is, before we go weiter, is let's just, we have to try to understand, and there's a, the Rishonim have very, many different mahalchim to try to understand these figures, because you have to kind of make it all fit. Or not, but if you want to make it all fit, then um, it's, it's a little difficult. So the question is, we just came off of saying what? How do we, we start today's year? That we pass them like Rebbe, laying in a suin. Okay, which means that we, how many times is a chazaka? Two. Yet we said here, when does she not have the ksuba? Only after the third. So if by the time, meaning she marries the first husband, 10 years, okay, that's one time. She goes, she goes out with, a, with, she gets her ksuba. She marries the second husband, 10 years. So now it's a chazaka, She's already, uh, well, we said Kalanis, but the same thing, she can't have children. So why does she get the ksuba after the second time? Why is it only after the third time when she marries that we're saying it's some sort of mekach and therefore he he brought her in? So why doesn't she get a ksuba after the second time already? If two is a chazaka, she's already been married to two men, 10 years. So Tesis explains here, very much like we said in regards to Shohar Mu'ad yesterday, that we said that Rebbe's not going to argue so over here he says, and Tesis asks this question, he says the reason why she would get a ksuba out of the second is because even though we said nisuin, we, we kind of split this. There's the, is, the isurim, the iser, and the mamanis. Even though regards to nisuin, she's a chazaka after two, from a mamanistic standpoint, it would have to be three. And therefore, that's why Tesis says, three times. Okay, which then limits this din to talking about that they're married for 10 years. Okay, so a couple other quick, quick questions here. We said that if she marries the third guy, okay, like Suba, he has to be Megarish her. The question is, we've had this before, let's say like Islandess, if we're saying that she didn't disclose the fact that she was married twice, that she was incapable, according to Rebbe, she was incapable of having children twice, so why does, she, why does he have to give her a get? Okay, why don't we just say mekachtois, like we do by islandess, we would say mekachtois by islandess. So the Rishonim answer, they say that, that by islandess, there's, we can point to something. She has simone islandess, and therefore we can say, ah, she had simonim, 
and and she had simanim, and therefore she had simanim, and therefore there's something definitive we can point at her and say based on those simanim she was never somebody that could have children. However, here again, even though we're using chazaka, there's nothing specific tangible. We can't say the chazaka just tells us how we should follow, right? So therefore, she shouldn't get married again because we have Chazaka twice. But we can't definitively say that she's incapable of having children, and therefore it can't be considered on the same level of Mechachtois, as opposed to Islandess, has defined simonim that make it impossible. She, if a woman has simonim Islandess, she cannot have children. It's impossible for her to have children. But here, it's just we're using Chazaka, so it's not an impossibility, and therefore... Um, that's why she, that's why the, the, she would still need a get. You have to, he would have to be magarisher, okay? Even though, even though, um, even though she has a chazaka already, okay. Now ibayalahu. So now let's let's ask the following shaila. Nisus l'shlishi. So let's say let's say she marries the third husband. So she doesn't have children. So now again she got married to a first husband. The first husband paid her ksuba, ten years. Second husband, second husband paid her ksuba. Now she marries the third husband. And now, okay, even from a moment's standpoint, it's confirmed. Three times, she's done. So now, can the first two husbands go and say, hey, guess what? I should never have paid you a ksuba. There's something wrong with you. You can't have children. Okay, you have this chazaka. So now it's clear to us that you were the reason. Now it's clear to, clear to us, meaning first husband, second husband, that you were the reason. Can, okay, can she say no? That it doesn't mean that the first three times, meaning this happened now. Something happened during the third husband, and that's why I can't have children. Now I became sick, or whatever it is, that there was a, a weakness that I couldn't have children. So Mistabra, we say, Mistabra Matsis Asra Lahu. I'm sorry. Okay, so we say Taka that now, now we can say that it happened. Now it's important to understand, and we're going to differentiate this, that we just said for the third husband, Tetzay Belek Suba, the third husband. So why can't, why can't she also say it happened now? So this idea, this is like a defensive position of Hashtahu Dekhashi, that it's only when they're coming to try to get money back from her, when, that she can say, oh, it happened now. But she can't say, pay me my ksuba because it just didn't happen now. No, she's already, she's already is chazik, meaning at the third time. And therefore, so it's kind of, it's a defensive position, but not an offensive position. Meaning that if she came at the third time, she wouldn't be able to collect her ksuba based on this, saying you have no right, then I, there's something wrong with me. Maybe something happened now. Still, um, if they try, if the first, but it's enough of a defense. If the first two husbands try to say, ah, third time, enough of a, uh, enough of a defense where they wouldn't have to pay. Ibayalahu. It's not helpful that it's 90 degrees in here. Ibayalahu. Ibayalahu. Nisis Larivi, Vayu Labana. Okay, good thing it's an easier daf. Ibayalahu. Nisis Larivi. So let's say she marries a fourth husband. So again, first husband, she marries her first husband, she gets a ksuba. Second husband, she gets a ksuba. Third husband, she doesn't get a ksuba. Okay? Now, she marries a fourth husband and guess what? She has children. Okay? So, she has children. Can she tina back her third husband? Ah, you see, there was nothing wrong with me. I wasn't capable of having, I was capable of having children. So can she go ahead and get her ksuba back? So, Amrinallah, so you know what we tell her? Shtikusach yafa midubarayach. 
Better to be quiet. Why? Because Lamaisa, the third husband, went ahead and divorced her. And she's going to come and tie for the money. He's going to say, wait a second. Oh, you were capable of having children? Ah, I never really wanted to give you a get. And, right, it was, it was a get batas. And the get batas, so now we're going to... It turns out that she's... The get wasn't a good get. And she... Okay, she ended up taking a new husband, but her, first, but her get from her third, third husband, she took a fourth husband, but her get from her third husband wasn't a good get. And we're going to have problems over here. So we tell her, don't, don't, don't go back and try to get your ksuba. Can you do that? Huh? Can you do that? Can you read it and everything returns around? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. Even though the business portion? Yeah, yeah. Keep him out the get. Yeah. Okay. Either way, you see a day as she'at bas banim lo gerashtich benim tzaget batol amafreya. Yes, yes. Making sure that everything is buttoned up and the reasons on a get is is a very serious thing. We'll see this. We've had this before. We had this a few weeks ago, but you'll see it as we go forward. Namaskif lo rav papa. One second. One second. So, and how is keeping quiet going to help anything? Ah, okay. So he. So we, we don't want to like. Okay, it's there under the surface. In other words, the the whole reason why we're saying now, if the third husband would have known, she's capable of having children. Well, she is capable of having children. So why is the fact that she doesn't go to Taina her ksuba make the situation any better? Meaning, we're going to be quiet. Oh, because he doesn't know, so we're keeping quiet. But Lamaisa, if that's an assumed position that he would have had, meaning I didn't know she could have children. So how does it help? that she doesn't approach him for the ksuba money, and he doesn't say anything. But he's thinking it, so why don't we tiny it for him? So Nimsa get bato, but I'm zerim. Ella, so our papa says, I don't like that answer. That's not the reason why she can't go ahead and uh, get the ksuba. Ella amrinon, that she can't tiny the ksuba. Ella amrinon, hashtahu debriyasa. Then now she became healed. She became better. In other words, the chazaka <laughs> made it, by the third husband, she was incapable of having children. And something happened later, that uh, cured her of that, and therefore she can't tie the ksuba. Now, let's move on. Who Amar Mina? So, he goes ahead and says that she's responsible for not having children. It's her fault. She can't have children. The he Amra Mina, and she says it's his fault. So now, it's the, there are many, many different ways in the Rishon to try to understand exactly what are the specifics here. But, Let's just. In a situation, let's 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 categorize this. This is way Rashi's mashma. In a situation where I, I wasn't ignoring your question, I'm laughing because that's that's the question, right? What what case are we talking about where he's coming and saying you're responsible, she's responsible? So it, let's say in any situation where there's going to be a divorce, we're already past the point where we're going. Now the question is about the ksuba. So, can he taina that, you know what, it's your fault, so I'm not going to pay your ksuba. After, let's say, for instance, they're married, first husband or second husband, 10 years. So now, Bezin is going to say, say, get divorced now. Question is, so we would now assume that the previous Gemaras where we said this ksuba is where they don't know. None, neither of them could say, we don't know whose fault it is, whatever, it wasn't working. It wasn't working, we weren't having children. But they don't know. But let's say he comes with a tainas. Uh, he, comes, he comes with a taina saying, I know it's her. And she says, I know it's him. So the question is, who are we going to listen to? Who are we going to listen to? Okay, so it's a ksuba issue. And Rashi sees me mash with this. Mina, yodea ani, says the husband, shemach hu, 
I know it's her fault I have no children. So I'm not paying the ksuba. I know it's her. I don't want to pay the ksuba. So, she is going to be believed in this regard. Why? Because she can, she has, she can know, she can feel that his zera isn't yerek that he's not, uh, all his parts aren't functioning properly. However, who like Kimle be yerek Okay, that he, that, she, that, that he can't, he can't know. So therefore, okay, even though they're both coming and saying, I know they're going to pointing fingers, right? Who, what, are the, what are the chances, right? They're coming with the get, and he's pointing fingers. Now with the Taina, he's trying to get out of his suba saying, I know it's her fault. She's saying, no, I know it's his fault. We're going to believe her because she's in a better position to know. Now, Amar Ihi, let's say Ihu, let's say he says, Azel Insiv Itza, I want to go marry somebody else. The Ivdik Nafshoi. Let's see. Well, there, I'm not paying anything yet. Let me go take another wife. Let me see what happens. If I have children, right, then we know it's you. Huh? No, no, no. Let's say I have a child from the second wife. Then we know it's you, the first wife. And now I'm not paying enough to pay your ksuba. Well, you're trying to say that I have to divorce you. I have to pay your ksuba. Why should I pay your ksuba? There's something wrong with you. So now, Amar Ihu, Ezel Insev, Itzev, Ibdak Nafshai, Amar Av Ami, Af Bazu, Yaitzivi, Tengsuba. Sorry. Divorce her, give the ksuba. Why? Shani Amar Kolan, Naisa, Isha, Al Ishtai, Yaitzi. Whoever taking a second wife on your already existing wife, you have to be Magarish, Yaitzivi, Tengsuba. Okay, that you have to give the ksuba. You can't just take multiple wives. To which Rabbah says, and this is the way we paskin, at least Spartan. Nice Adam Kama Nashim before Chaim Nargin Geshem. Okay, Nice Adam Kama Nashim Al Ishtai Behudi Islay Limizaininu. As long as you could afford it, you could afford to you could afford to support as many wives as you want. You could take as many wives as you want. Okay. Uh, by the way, when we did come, we did address this before. Take as many wives as you want. That the Shulchan Aruch brings down the eight zatayva we had before in regards to not more than four. The eight zatayva is not more than four, so that you can have your you can uh, you can uh, each one can have their oyna pamachas b'chaydish. We we discussed that before. Okay, Vaiter and the Tainus. Who Amar? So there, he was trying. There he was trying to. So those two cases we established that he's trying to weasel out of the ksuba. He doesn't want to pay the ksuba. Either by saying, I know it was your fault, we're going to listen to her. If she says, I know it was, it, it was, it, it, that it was his fault. Or she want, that he wants to check for another, for another one. So again, that was a machlekes. Whether or not he'd be able to take another wife to see what the situation is. Who amar aflas begay eser. So now, let's say it's 10 years has passed and they come to Bezdin. Or Bezdin comes to them and says, okay, 10 years has passed, no children. Got to divorce her. Right? Kishe, kishe. Anu bayin lekayfei says Rashi lahaitzi lahaitzi who Amar hipila b'sech eser v'adayin einzman. Okay, so now what does she say? He says who Amar afalta that you miscarried. Now we said in the Mishnah that if there's a miscarriage, it restarts the clock, the ten year clock. So he says you miscarried, meaning I'm not I'm not divorcing you. But go yeser. He amra loyaflis. She says I didn't. Meaning what is she in, in essence? What she's saying? No, I'm incapable of getting pregnant. He says you miscarried. You're capable of getting pregnant. So let's start from the time you miscarried. And she says I'm incapable of getting pregnant. So who are we going to listen to? I'm Rabbi Afbazu. He nemenes, meaning she wants out ostensibly, and that's always a concern here. Are we just going to go ahead and because she wants out, let her out? 
So, so she says, uh, she's going to be believed, because why? If she had in fact miscarried, that she's not going to go ahead and make herself into an akara. That's a very extreme position, meaning just to get out of the marriage, she's not going to brand herself as somebody who can't have children. So if, if it's true, and that's why we're going to believe her, because if it's true that she, as soon as that, the word's going to go out. Everybody knows she's incapable of having children. At least she married one husband for 10 years and couldn't have children. Okay, definitely a red flag there. But if she miscarried, she would have used that excuse. From the fact she's not using that excuse, so we're going to believe her. Why is the flip of that she... She said she'd never had a miscarry. The flip is that she's incapable. Maybe she's saying that he's incapable. She never miscarried because he was not possible. Because because he was not your kachets. We're responding to what his taina was. His taina was, I'm capable of having children, and you're capable of having children. So I'm not divorcing you. Right. So she says she says, happened, but that doesn't mean that she's admitting that she's an akara. She could be saying that he's a that he's a. That, that he's, that he's I hear. I hear. Yeah, I mean, Rashi is definitely mashma. She's saying that ela akara ani, right? I hear. I hear your question. I I, I hear it's it, it's a good Shiloh. It's a good Shiloh. Yeah, it's a good Shiloh. Hepila, hepila, the chazra of hepila. So let's say she miscarries three times. So now she is a chazaka to miscarry three times. Now, hold on one second. So in Rebbe or Shem Gamil? Okay, we've got to tie it back. So the first I bring down that even in Rebbe, again, because here she's already married her, her husband. Okay, so we're not going to go ahead and say chazaka she can't have children. We're not going to remove her from that situation. Um, she, since she's already married, we're not going to remove her and say, ah, she's incapable of having children, just only with two miscarries. And even Rebbe is going to agree with three. So we see that even though, I think the one general idea we see from the sugya is that even though we know that there's a famous machalikas, Rebbe, Mishim Gamliel, is a chazaka two or three, that even according to Rebbe, who says two, it's not in all situations. So there are situations where three would apply as well. Okay. Um, and the Ritva actually in this case brings a different, he brings a different reason. And he says that miscarrying is, is quite frequent. It happens quite frequently. It's not considered an anomaly. For a woman to not have children for 10 years, that's, 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 pretty, uh, that, that, that's pretty infrequent. So, but, but for a person to miscarry, that's quite normal to happen to any woman. And therefore, even according to Rebbe, it would take three times in order to establish that um, she can't carry a baby. Who Amar Afila Trey? So let's say he says that she miscarried twice. Okay, basically, Bezin again comes. Three would be a Chazaka, so you would have to divorce her. She can't carry the baby. So let's say he says it happened twice. Vihi Amra plus. And she says three times. So again, Amra Yitzhak Barba Lazar, Ubdahabbe Midrasha. The Amra. The Amru, he Mehemna. So this story happened. In the base measures, and they said that she is going to be believed. Why? Again, because if it didn't happen, she wouldn't go ahead just to get out of the marriage and brand herself as somebody who cannot carry a pregnancy. 
And that's essentially what she's doing. And therefore, we're going to believe her. She has plenty of reason to um, not, uh, not go with it. She has plenty of reason, and therefore, we're going to believe her. Okay, Zuck the next Mishnah. Ha'ish So who has the Chiyav of Peru Revu? That is only, right, we're coming based off of that. That's what we discussed. We had Machlikas Beisham and Gesil, regards to what's the Chiyav Peru Revu. Then we said what happens if they can't get married, right? And now we're saying who has the Chiyav? So ish mitzvah al peruvia avaloya isha, but not a woman. Rabbi Yechonim Mebreka Eimer al shnei amu Eimer for both of them the pasuk says vayivarech oisam elakim. It's both of them that have it vayimer lahem elakim peru uravu. Okay, and therefore they both have the chiyuv. So now, and it just it's, it it bears pointing out that as much as what this means, as much as that that the woman doesn't have the chiyuv peruvu. There is, and both, both the Rambam and the Ramah actually bring this as well, that there is a, a separate chiyah for a woman to get married so that we don't suspect her. That so there's no chashad, to remove from chashad, that, you know, why she's staying single for so long, there's a separate reason to say, don't let the woman just hang around, even though she doesn't have a chiyah peru So now, zak the Gemara, minani mili, how do we know that a man has the chiyah peru not the woman, so we're going to have two Mikairis. Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, Umilu Esaretz Vechibshua. Fill the land and conquer it. And Ish Darka Lechbosh, Vein Isha Darka Lechbosh. So since we attach the idea of populating the earth with Kibshua, almost like it's a battle, so who is Darka Lechbosh? That's the husband. And therefore, it's the husband's it's the husband's chi of the husband's mitzvah and not the wife's. Frakti Gemara, Ad Raba Vechibshua Tarti Mashma. Vechibshua means they should conquer it. Both. So, it's written without the vav. And therefore, we're going to limit it, say it only applies to one, and it's the man. This is a different, a different Pasuk. So the Pasuk says, It doesn't say both of them, okay, and therefore it's only one. So we fall on the same idea, which is that if it's only one, it's going to be on the man. From a Rabbi Loi Misham Rabbi Lazar. So we're now going to bring in other members of Rabbi Loi Misham Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon. Kishem, right, he was the, he was the uh, Amira that brought the first reason for the Tanakama of Vichib Shua. So other members, from Rabbi Loi Misham Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon. Kishem Shem Mitzvah al Adam Loimer Dabar Hanishma. Just like, this is talking about Musr. Just like if someone's going to accept the Musr, there's a Mitzvah to go ahead and give the Musr. If you know that the, the, your, your chaver is not going to listen, don't give the musr. So just as much as there's a mitzvah to give musr, if he will listen, there's a mitzvah to not give musr if he's not going to listen. Rav Amar Chayva. That it's not just a mitzvah, but it's a chayva. Shenemar al toichach letz. Don't give musr, don't rebuke a letz. Pen yisna'icha, pen yisna'icha, he'll hate you. Hoichech l'chacham v'yavecha. Give Musr to a Chacham and he'll love you. Okay, so we see that they go hand in hand that don't think that you should give Musr no matter what. No, just like there's a Chiv to give Musr to a Chacham because he's going to listen, he's going to love you and he's going to listen, so too there is a Chiv not to give Musr to somebody, to a Letz. That a person is allowed to, it sounds like lie, but that's the Pasha way of understanding it, you're allowed to change the truth. Shanamar, as the Pasach says, we see Avichat Siva, that the brothers, after Yosef passed away, the brothers came, and they said, Avichat Siva, that your father commanded us, Kaysam Ruli Yosef, Anna, Sana, Peshach, 
Right, so that we know we did something wrong, said the Shvatim, and Yaakov, he came to Yosef saying, Yaakov said, don't, 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 don't take the come on us for what we did. Now, Reb Nassim Amar Mitzvah. Reb Nassim says it's a mitzvah l'shanes. Okay, we'll see this in a second, but first let's just speak this out. How can we say that mutter l'shanes? So there's, a, and this is a question asked. It says, midvar sheker tircha. Right, we touched on this a few, a few days ago. Midvar sheker tircha, right, which sounds like that's a chi of daraisa, not to lie. So that's question number one. How could we go against a, I understand because of shalom, it's a nice thing, but how could we go against a chi of daraisa, an isra daraisa, midvar sheker tircha, of not lying? Number one, question number one. Number two, what is the lashon of the Lashanois? Okay, what is the mutter lashanois? And the third question that the Achrenim ask is why, if this story by Yosef, that we bring a raya from Matulashanois, is why did they send, they sent Shluchim there. Why did they send Shluchim? Why did the brothers themselves come to Yosef? So he puts, so the Archanah puts together an answer and he says, based on these three factors, that if you look at the word, it does, Matulashanois, you're not allowed to lie. You're allowed to be Mishanah. Okay, you're allowed to be duplicitous in your answer, strategic in hand you answer. And he goes through, he says that if you look at the Pasuk, how they responded, how they responded, they sent the shluchim so it was able to obfuscate what their message was. And they said, Avichatsiva, our father commanded, it came through the shluchim what he commanded. And Kaisemru, by the shluchim saying Kaisemru, so they were able, it sounded like this was the message that came from Yaakov, but this was a message really that was coming from the brothers. And they were able to bifurcate the words, to split them to, you know, to, to kind of where if you go through the words of what the Pasuk are, using shluchim, you're able to see that they didn't in fact lie. There was mutter l'shanes. They are not allowed to, uh, actually, he told you're not allowed to lie with Yashalom. You're just allowed to um, skirt the truth to fool somebody into believing, but you yourself are not allowed to lie. That is an Isidar Raisa. Um, however, there are others that learn that l'shanes has to do with it, 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 that it's not just complete, uh, complete opposite, that you are allowed to tell <clears throat> untruths. And the idea of being Mishana is that the, that's we're changing. We're changing what was untrue, we're changing it into something that it becomes a Devar MS because of Shalom. That's an entirely different way. So I'm not saying which one you go with that you can ask your Rav. Rav Nassim, Oymer, Mitzvah. So Rav Nassim says it's a Mitzvah Lashana, Shalom, Shalom, says, Vayomer Shmuel. So what happened over here? So Hashem told Shmuel, to go to the base of Mishta and be Mashach David, anoint him to be king, and uh, Shaul, so Shmuel is afraid. He says, well, what do you mean? Shaul is going to kill me. Okay. Shaul will kill me. So what does Hashem tell him? Take an Eglas Bakar, go take a carbon, and you tell when they come to ask you where you're going, you're not going to say I'm going to make David king, you're saying I'm going to bring a carbon. So we see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu went ahead and, um, and advised, advised Shmuel to lie. The baby Shmuel Tana, God Allah Shalom, Shabbat Kadosh Baruch Hu Shinabai. And Kadosh Baruch Hu also was Mishana. The Meikar Ksiv, what does it say? The Pasuk by Avram, what did Sarah say? How am I going to have children? Is what Sarah said. However, when Hashem told it over to Avram, what did he say? Okay, that, he, that, that when Kadosh Baruch Hu told, right? She, like right? That 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 Baruch who told Avram that Sarah said, talking about herself, not about 
Avinu. So we see the mutter l'shanas of the Ashalim. Okay, so Rabbi Yechon Rebbeiko Eimer. So Rabbi Yechon says that she has a chiv as well. So no Eimer. Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Yishua Ben Levi Chadamar. Who do we paskin like? Halacha Rabbi Yechon Rebbeiko. The Chadamar ain't halacha Rabbi Yechon Rebbeiko. It seems like it's a machlekes Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Yishua Ben Levi. Okay, ain't halacha Rabbi Yechon Rebbeiko. Testaim. Now we have to figure out who. Testaim to Rabbi Yechon and who the Amar ain't halacha. So we, let's bring a, a proof that Rabbi Yechonon is the one who says Allah is not Rabbi Yechonon ben Breika, meaning that it really is only a chiv on the man. Because what's the story? Rabbi was sitting the Karmah Mishmeter of Yechonon Allah that we said Mishmeter of Yechonon. Rabbi was sitting there and he said taught over the halacha. He said Mishmeter of Yechonon Allah is like Rabbi Yechonon ben Breika. Vadrinu Rab Ami Rab Asi La Payu. They turn their faces away, meaning showing that they did not approve. Of this, Rabbi Yechonon never said that the halacha is like Rabbi Yechonon Mabreka. So, based on that story, we see the fact that they turned their faces away that the halacha was, Rabbi Yechonon said the halacha was not like Rabbi Yechonon Mabreka. They get the army, similar story. However, some say it's with Rabbiya Bar Abba. In other words, it wasn't Rabbi Vo saying it, but it was Rabbiya Bar Abba saying it. So, Rabbi just asked on the different, I have two different versions of the story. Who was the one saying over the member? Again, from the fact that someone said the Lachos like Rabbi Yechonon, we're not learning. We're learning from the fact that the Rabbanon that were there turned their face away, saying they don't agree to this story. So the question is, one says the Rabbi Vahu was the person saying it over and the Amaraim thought it was incorrect. And one says it was Rav Chia Bar Abba. So now the question is, and, and all Rav is coming to do is understand why did they not respond to him Rabbi Yechonon never said that. Why did they turn their face away? So Bishlam al-Aman Dama Rabbi Vahu Amra Misham Kavad Bekesa because Rabbi Vahu he had a prestigious position in the government so they couldn't say sorry you got it wrong. So I understand if the story if the story occurred with Rabbi Vahu. So Lo Yamar Levi Midi al-Aman Dama Rav Chia Bar Abba Amra so if you say this Rav Chia Bar Amra Leimur Lei Lo Yamar Rav Yechonon Hachi if it's Taka true if the story is true so let them say if they're turning their face away according to the second version of the story you'd have no raya that Rav Yechanan, that they held Rav Yechanan was wrong, because if it's true, let them go ahead and say, let them go ahead and say, sorry, you got Rav Yechanan wrong. My Allah. Okay, so now, we're not, we're not going with the, you know, trying to figure out exactly what Rav Yechanan specifically said, but my Allah, what is the halacha? Now we want to know. Is the halacha, do we paskin like Rav Yechanan or like the Tanakhama? Tashima, Amr Rav Acha Barchinina, Amr Rav Avo, Amr Rav Asi. So, we have a story. We have a story that happened in front of Yechanan in the Beis Hamedrash of in the Shul in Kisari. Ba'amar, okay. So Ba'amar suva. So there was some sort of story where a woman wanted a divorce, and she wanted a divorce, and Rav Yechanan said, "Give her the divorce and give her the ksuva." So the only justification, she's tining, she says, I want a divorce, I want out. So why would we listen to her? It must be, and we give her the ksuva, so it must be, if she doesn't have a chiv, why should the Baal, if she doesn't have a chiv, so whatever reason we let her out of the, of the marriage, okay, it's not working, whatever it is, but why should she be able to tina her ksuva? If she doesn't have a chiv, so why, sh- I'm sorry, if she doesn't have a chiv, why should the Baal be required to give the ksuva? Elamaya must be that she has a chiv, and therefore she has justification for getting out because she has to have a child. Whatever the impetus was that was causing the divorce. But the point is, if the woman doesn't have a chiv, so okay, maybe we'll let her out, but she doesn't have a chiv, 
so the Baal doesn't have to doesn't have to divorce her. So why did, why are we saying over here that she should be yitzvah eating suba? Elamai, it sounds like no, she's a chiyapuru. The husband's holding her back for whatever reason, and therefore he has to be yitzvah and give her the suba so she can move on and fulfill her chiyav. So the Gemara says no raya dilma bava mach mastaina. You know, so even though and what we're seeing here is an interesting idea that even though the woman doesn't have a Chiyav Puruvu, from a mitzvah standpoint, she has the right to have children. And so she's coming, Machmas Taina, Kiahi, like we saw the story, what's the Taina? He does in the mirror of Ami, Amrale, she said to him, Havli Ksuba, give me my Ksuba, meaning I want out. I, we're not having children, I want to have children. Amar la, zil le mifkadas. So he said, Sorry, I'm not giving you your Ksuba. You have no mitzvah Puruvu. So you have no right to get out of this marriage. Amrale, Misivu Dila, Mai Tahavala. So when she gets older, what's going to be with her? My tabala had So the, when this woman gets older, she's going to be an old widow all alone and have no children. So a woman has a right to demand the, the ability, to demand a situation where she can have children. And therefore, that would be a good excuse to get divorced. And therefore, if it's a good excuse to get divorced, so we would give her a ksuba. So Amar, he said, kihavad kafina. Right? Basically, she's saying, I want to make sure I have children, not from a... You're right. Maybe I don't have a chiyapru revu, but I have a right to have children. Again, we see a Viter story. Somebody came in front of Nachman. And, and he said to her, right? So Rav Nachman said, sorry, you have no mitzvah. You're taking away my cane? What's my support system going to be? Doesn't, doesn't this woman need a cane when she gets older for her hands? And a shovel right, to, for her grave? And she needs somebody to take care of her when she's older. Someone that's going to bury her. She has to have a right to have children. We talk us through this story. Now, okay, so even though there's no chiyav, Seems like we're paskening, and with this way we paskening, there's no chiyav puruvu. The woman has a right to demand divorce in a situation where she cannot have children. She has a right to have children. Yehuda v'chizkia to umim hayu. Yehuda and chizkia were twins. Echa nigmarat tsurasu l'sayf tisha. So one was, came out at the end, so they were twins. They were conceived at the same time, but one came out l'sayf tisha after nine months. Echa nigmarat tsurasu l'tchila shiva. At the beginning of seven months. So the way it worked out was the mother was in labor, essentially, for three months. You can imagine, very painful. Okay, so now, Yehuda, the base of the Rav Chia, Havala Tsarleda, right? So this was their mother, Yehuda and Chizkiah were the twins. Their mother was the wife of Rav Chia. This was the lady named Yehudis, and it was very painful for her. So what did she do? She wanted to get at, she, she changed her, she changed her clothing, meaning she disguised herself. Also, she came in front of her husband to ask the Shiloh. Uh, and she asked, it's a mifkada pirivirivya. Okay, I can't do this again. Do I have a chiyav or not? And if I don't have a chiyav, I'm out. So she came and asked her own husband. She disguised herself so he wouldn't recognize her. And she asked. And he said, Amr lay, you have no chiyav. Azla ishta samada karta. So she went and she drank, uh, you know, a mixture of, of roots, some sort of herbal thing that uh, made her sterile. Okay, l'saif igala milsa. And then he found out afterwards. So she said, okay, if I don't have a mitzvah, I'm out. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I can't deal with this three-month uh, labor situation. So Amr Allah, he said to her, So he was like bemoaning. If only I had known, as it could have been, I could have gotten one more pregnancy out of you. And it would have been 
twins. Like we saw in the story, Yehuda and Chizkiah were twins, and Pazi v'tavi achvasa, they were twin sisters. Okay, so the point is that there was a, uh, 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 it was hereditary to have twins, and he was basically bemoaning the fact that his wife made herself sterile, she couldn't have children anymore. So, Frek the Gemara, just on this din, we said that women don't have a chi pru revu. So we see we had a woman who was and they forced her to be a woman. Why? It must be because of, that she had a chiyav of pru revu to get married, the part of her that was free, and therefore we have to free the whole thing so that she can marry somebody. That would be the conventional wisdom, and that's where I think the thought is. No. Really, she has no chiv, minag, hefker, no aguba. That what happened was, because she was stuck, she couldn't marry an Evan because of the tzad cheir. She couldn't marry a Yehudi because of the tzad avdos. And therefore, it wasn't because she had to fulfill her chiv, but rather that she was stuck in a position, okay, and then many were taking advantage of the situation. She was mufkeres herself, and therefore, they went ahead and they forced the master to free her so that she would be available to marry a, at least to marry a Yisrael. Hadron lach haba yivimtai. Hadron lach haba yivimtai. Hadron lach haba yivimtai. So. Too straight. Let's make it too straight. Okay, so we started off today. Second, sorry, here. I'm going to speak to uh, Shoal about the uh, temperature in here, but I don't know that it's going to help. Oh, yeah? We have air conditioning? Okay. All right. We said, so if, if, if the woman married the first husband and second husband, and after 10 years, she didn't have any children, so we said she shouldn't marry a third in, unless the third husband has children. Now, if she marries, like we said, without disclosing, so then she got married, okay, and therefore she... Um, she doesn't get her ksuba. He divorced her without a ksuba. Now we said, what happens if she, divor- she marries the third and she doesn't have children? So we know that the first and second husbands already gave a ksuba. Can they tie their money back? So we said that, no, she can say to them that now, now this happened, right? I got, I got sick now. Now I became an akar by the third husband. By the first two, really, I was roy leilid and we're not going to rely on the chazaka for mamanah's purposes. Now we had another shiloh. Let's say she marries the fourth and has a child. Can she then go tie the ksuba back from the third guy? So we tried to say, ah, you're playing with fire because the third husband can say, oh, you're able to have children? I never wanted to divorce you. Okay, and therefore, keep quiet. To which her papa said, no, 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 I don't, I, well, one second. Just because he, the third husband, doesn't tie it, doesn't mean it's not a real tie So LMI, you have to say that that's not the reason, that he doesn't have the ability to be involved to get based on that. And it's rather because she is, the reason why um, she can't tie her, her super from the third is because we, he's able to say, or we tell her that, that maybe you really did have a problem. You weren't incapable of becoming pregnant and then something happened and you were cured from this. Okay, then we said, what happens? So that's all based on the ksuva, based on, I guess, the fact that they say, we don't know whose fault it is. What happens if he says, I know it's her fault, okay, and therefore I'm not getting the ksuva, and she says, I know it's his fault. So we say that she would be believed, okay, she is able to tell, he is unable to tell, okay? And then we had a couple other stories of, let's say he says, who am our Azel insif? He says, I'm gonna go marry somebody else to check. Ah, you want a ksuba? 
I think you're the problem. I'm going to go marry another woman. We'll see if I can have children. If I can have children, then it's obviously it's your problem. So, so we say, we had a machlikis over there. Ravami said um, that uh, he still has to be Yitzvitin Ksuba because you don't take, can't take a second, a second wife. However, Rava says that you are able to, okay, because you can, you can marry Kamanashim as, as long as you can afford to sustain them, as long as you can give them a Zainus, you are able to marry as many as you want. Okay, and then we said, what happened if he says, he pilotech yod? So they, they come, Bezdin comes and says, okay, it's time for a divorce. It's been 10 years. And he says, ah, she miscarried. And she says, she didn't. We're going to believe her because she has more incentive to not brand herself as somebody who can't have children. And therefore, it must be, uh, she, must be that she, she knows better. And we're going to believe her. Now, let's say, right, because he, he, he doesn't want to get divorced. So this is a way that she can basically force a divorce. Um, Let's say, and, and then the Gemara says, okay, well, if there's three miscarriages, so then we said, according to everybody, that would be a chazaka for uh, miscarriage, okay, and that would be reason for divorce. But what happens if he comes and says, there were only two, not time for divorce, and she says there was three, again, we're going to be kaifing him to move forward with the divorce because a, person's, a, a woman is not going to make herself mochsuk to not be able to carry a child full term, okay, and therefore she's going to be believed and she, uh, we're going to require him to divorce her. Okay, then we just had the machlekes of who is Metzuvah and Puruvu. So Tanakama said, it's only the Ish. Where do we learn it from? We had two ways of learning it. Either it's Fichib Shua, without the Vav, Ish Darka Lechbaish, that's only on him, or it's Pereu Revei, Lashen Yachid, as opposed to Puruvu. And then we had a couple of the members of Rebelai, B'Shem Rebelazar, um, which were, just like we said in regards to Musar, just like there's a mitzvah to be Techeach, to give to give hechacha to your friend, if he's going to listen, so too it's a mitzvah to uh, not give if he's not going to listen. And we said, then Rav Abba modified that a little. He said it's a chayva. We see that from the al-techech l'letz. Okay? And then we said, it's mutter l'shanais v'pnei ha-shalom. That was another memra that we had, mutter l'shanais v'pnei ha-shalom. And we we brought a raya from Yosef and from... We brought a raya from Yosef, and we brought a raya from Shmuel. We said that, in fact, so actually, in fact, Shmuel said that it was a mitzvah, and we brought that from a raya from Shaul. Kaddish Baruch Hu told, uh, told Shmuel to uh, lie to Shaul, okay? And, um, and we see that it's even Gadol HaShalom, that even Kaddish Baruch Hu was Shina by Avram, and Sarah, that Kaddish Baruch Hu switched the words that uh, what Sarah said. Okay, and then we said, Rabbi Yechonim Mabreka says that it's a mitzvah on both of them. Both the man and the woman have a mitzvah because the Pasuk says, It seems like it was a commandment to both of them. So, Rabbi Yechonim Rabbi Yeshua, we had a machlekes here, who is the halacha like? And we tried to bring a raya that Rabbi Yechonim was the man who said that the halacha is not like, it's not like Rabbi Yechonim Mabreka because we have the story of either with Rabbi Vohu or Rabbi Chia, that uh, the, he, who said the halacha, that Rav Yechenon said the halacha is like Rav Yechenon Mebraika, and Rav Ami and Rav Asi turned their faces away, okay, and we said, we just had a question of, if we understand why Rav Vo would have tur- why, they, why they would have turned their face away from Rav Vo and not told him you were wrong, but if, if it was truly Rav Chia, why didn't they just tell him you were wrong? Okay, but either way, what happened? We had this, so we tried to bring a raya from the story in front of Rav Yechenon, um, that we had a story in front of Rav Yechenon, and he said, Yetzibi Tengsuvah, Okay, so we said Yotzi eating ksuba, and we tried to say, well, why is he giving a ksuba? It must be that she has a chiyav. 
So she has a chiyav. So she has a right to demand a divorce. Let me fulfill my chiyav. It's not working with us. Let me fulfill my chiyav. And that's why she would get a ksuba. And we said, no, there's no, no raya. We have a different situation that even though there's no, there's no chiyav on the woman, she's not mifkada on pruravu, she has a right to have a child. And we saw from these stories that a woman has a right to taina. You know what? We're not having children. We need to have a child. I need to have a child because when I'm older, I need somebody to take care of me. And that's a right. She has a right to demand the ability to have a child. Okay, and then we also saw, so that was, that's a care of that. So no raya that there's a mitzvah, but she has a right. And number two, we saw the story from the wife of Reb that she made herself, uh, she came and asked him, is there a chiyav? And he said, no. So we see with Paskin that there is no chiyav on the woman. And based on that, because of, she had a very difficult uh, labor, she went ahead and she drank uh, herbs, made herself sterile, she couldn't have any more children. And we tried to just ask a question, what about this Maisa of a woman that was chatzis shivcha chatzibas chayrin, and we forced the rabbi to free her. Must be because the woman does have a chiyuv. And we said no. There was a case where she, she was being mufkeres. She had no. She had no good options. She was being mufkeres atzma, and therefore that's why we forced the master to free her, not because she has a chiyuv.